welcome to PlayStation Unchained, where I am, as ever, really, really professional. Um, huh? yeah, we are PSU.com's premier podcast, and we discuss things related to Sony's gaming brand and sometimes beyond, always beyond, let's be fair. Um, I am your host, Neil Bolt, as ever, and I am joined, as ever, by a resident streamer, podcaster extraordinaire, and Final Fantasy fourteen fanatic. Oh, and he knows how to find a glitch in pretty much any game he plays. It is Ben Schillerville Hall. How are you doing, Ben? Yeah, like the game I've been reviewing that I can't talk about really, but I'm going to talk about because I just won't mention the name of it. There was one boss fight where it felt like I couldn't work out what to do, so I ended up just glitching him and won. (laughs) Because that was the only way I could think of actually beating him. I don't know if it was how you were supposed to fight him, but it felt like that was the wrong way to fight him. Basically, it was like a weird blob thing. And you had to attack the top of it. So what I did was I glitched onto the side of it to jump onto a platform, to glitch onto the side of a cliff, to bounce off the side of a cliff with clipping on the way back up and then attacked it. I don't think that was the way I was supposed to go, but it worked. It's specific. It's <laughs> specific because I had to do it three he'll, times. He'll kill your games for you. That, that, that's Ben's promise. It seems I will break it. I will <laughs> break you. He's, yeah, you are the Iago of um, video games. Pay him to test your games. He'll figure everything out wrong. Yeah, <laughs> so you don't need to pay an entire QA team. You, you have one man QA team. It's Ben. It's like, yeah. There's a ladder there. Oh yeah, okay. But I just climbed up that wall. And <laughs> <laughs> Final Fantasy fourteen subscription. Uh, and wait. Mountain Dew. That, that, uh, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't touched Mountain Dew. I had enough while I was in Vegas. I literally pretty much sort of swam in it. Uh, I bought it every... Have- What's that? They have Mountain Dew pools in Vegas? No, I mean, I've brought so much, I might as well have been drinking it. Yeah, swimming in it. I suppose if you go to the right convention. <laughs> Vegas, I guess anything's possible. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not very conventional, is it? <laughs> Awful. Uh, awful. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. The other guy you hear on this very podcast is, of course, the man that is known only as Mr. Hashtag. That uh, is Timothy of New <laughs> so, Is that like a car trying to drive past but then stalls at the end? Yeah. Or yeah. Word, Tim Top Gear. Yeah. <laughs> Timmy Top Gear. <laughs> Timmy Top. Top Tim. Uh, how'd go you, Mr. Tim? I go in certain directions. Most of them I don't have a discernible knowledge of, but yeah, I go there. You go there. That's deep, man. It's really deep. Been there, done the that. Law. Um, not joining us this week, uh, the man who uh, wrote the idea for this week's episode, uh, Gary Ragsarov. He is sick, having attended some sort of press event. And yeah, he's come back sick. And Alfonso, who sadly... Has a job. Oh no! So. Uh, 
I mean, best of luck to you, Alfonso. Catch up after Lucky to have you. That's funny. None of us have you. Why is Tim breaking up so much now? It's the hilarity. <laughs> you can't handle it. We've broken him. Yay. Yeah, no, obviously, we have jobs. I have this job, which is that this is the part I don't get paid for, so... Is what you get. We, we, we can make the podcast good enough. Maybe we could get paid for it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I mean, that, that would require... Editing. Yes. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if we did that, you wouldn't have the pause between it. Um, right, yes. So, those two aren't here. Alfonso has, of course, got his job at the ketchup factory. That's a blast. <laughs> the ketchup... So- <laughs> I think we inspired him. <laughs> the ketchup and Dragon Ball factory. Yeah. Ketchup Dragon Ball factory. <laughs> uh, Where all your wishes come true, as long as they're based on ketchup. Yeah, I mean, why not? I'd say. I went oh, through a time yeah. where it was insane. Crazy days, crazy nights. Wop. Wop, Um, So what are we talking about this week then? Um, Franchise killing sequels would be the subject matter. As we know, sequels to successful games are nearly always the most hyped properties in gaming. So much so that when one goes wrong, it can tank an entire franchise. I mean, sometimes that happens instantly. Other times, one bad game slowly sinks a series over time. And sometimes you've got so much money, you can just carry on straight through the shit one and come out the other side. See Assassin's Creed, for instance. Um, Assassin's Creed's <laughs> a weird one, though. Yeah, it, it's like it started shit, got better, got shit, got better. And, it's yeah. like the, the shit sandwich of sequels. It had the two shitty parts, but then in the middle is some delicious filling. Um, you put shit in my sandwich, mate. I'm still not eating. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I don't care how much fucking Nutella you put in with it. It's still shit. <laughs> I don't think Nutella would go well with shit. It would blend in too well. <laughs> Maybe some mayonnaise. I mean, there is the whole smell thing. You, you could determine that maybe it's not exactly right. I, I don't really have a sense of smell, so I'll be fine. Oh, well, no wonder you eat if you do. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, now, of course, this is uh, based almost entirely on personal opinion, so there's a good chance some of it is going to sound like utter madness and bias, because of course it would. That's how it works. Yes, because Dead Rising sucks. I mean, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> hey, you start. You mentioned it, actually. I, I would not mind kicking off with that one. Dead Rising 4. Is a franchise killer without a shadow of a doubt. It, it's it, it, Dead Rising Three was like the, the 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 stabby part, and then Dead Rising Four just slammed it right in. It's like it, in a horror movie. Like Dead Rising Three is like the bit where the series is tripped over the slab, the concrete slab that was slightly out while being chased by the killer, and it sort of stumbled its way to its feet, only to just like. For part four to come, and it just falls off a bridge and 
breaks its neck instead. It's. <laughs> I'll tell you a weird, funny story about my life that I did once. Um... Your life that you did once. It was <laughs> a past life, maybe. I don't. Just leaving anything. Just saying. <laughs> I remember chasing after a car for some reason to slip over to my own feet and smacking my head against the the, the, the road because of the curb. You were chasing after a car? Yeah. You didn't have, like, a dog, did you? No. <laughs> Ben's previous life was a Cocker Spaniel. <laughs> you said Spaniel. <laughs> so, yeah. I didn't have any more memories after that. <laughs> it went blank. <laughs> a cockapoo. <laughs> That's a real thing, by the way. Yes, it is because people love to breed dogs in weird and horrible ways. Obviously, this these folk just wanted to have the weirdest sounding name dog ever. <laughs> anyway. I couldn't really call it poo cock so... That took me. Oh wow! Yeah, it was a stunned oh. silence. Yeah. I feel like now one has to do this. <laughs> oh. Yes. Anyway, yes. PlayStation Unchained. PlayStation podcast. <laughs> Video <laughs> games. We, we managed to turn a certain subject of Dead Rising Four into a horror movie and a dream about being a dog in space of what two minutes? I think it was. It's pretty impressive. Dog breeding. Sorry? And peculiar dog breeding. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's that, for everyone. That was at least related to the dog dream, I suppose. But yeah. Uh, just like the old days. Just like the old days <laughs> already. Uh, yeah. So anyway, Dead Rising 4 is, yeah, the, the death of that series. Just in a sense of it brings back the main character from the first game. And it goes from being what it was, which was this weird, goofy, oddball of a game, to just being like every other game and zombies have laid out and the main character is just a shit version of himself and it's, none of it's fun anymore. It's all this... A very Western idea of, of what made the franchise good. Whereas, of course, you know, the first one was a Japanese game and it felt like a Japanese game in, in so many ways, just because it was just ridiculously daft. It was that very Japanese take on what they think America is like, which is always fun and usually produces <laughs> some great stuff. But yeah, when actual Americans do that, it doesn't work the same way because it's very much Americans doing a parody of America that doesn't quite sit right because they can't understand the angle of it. So yeah, it just ends up being like Deadpool, but not any good the the problem is is the fact that they've pretty much become a parody of themselves yeah and they're not even a good parody I'm going to bring another game in that's pretty much dead now I think Saints Row 4 oh man but at least that was still funny it's funny but at the same time it it went a bit more silly than a lot of people wanted it to if you want to say what killed Saints Row franchise, it's called Agents of Mayhem because well, that yeah that, that is that a, died that spin-off killed Saints Row dead more than it anything. didn't even kill it. It died before it could be killed. But it's not 
it's such a strange game because it wasn't awful, but it just wasn't anything. It was just dry as fuck. It was the driest toast of a video game. It didn't even have co-op, I heard. Yeah, it wasn't even fun. There's no the puerile humour. It was like it tried to be this like eighties kids TV cartoon in video game form with a bit of swearing. It's like how do you make Saints Row and not make it fun? That's like making GTA and adding content to it. <laughs> they... uh, Tim, what about you? Is there any game particular that strikes you straight away when you think of the words franchise killer? Before we go into that, I'd like to ask me about Dead Space. Or excuse me, that gave me away for a second. But talking <laughs> about, um, wow, I'm totally caught on Dead Space now. <laughs> we were talking about Dead Rising. Okay, so Dead uh, Dead Rising Three was awful. Yeah, yeah, but it was. But they made four. So, yeah. is there any room in this one for the argument that three did it? Like I said, three it was the. Three was like the imminent doom. Four was like we're escaping this imminent doom somehow, but now we're going to die a different way. Uh, or as yeah. I was like to say, three is the stake, and four is them just going, "Yeah, take it, take it now." <laughs> I just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, you could argue three. You could argue two killed the franchise too, to be honest, because that was like not as goofy, not as fun, and very much that. Capcom at the time of oh my god America's big we better make all our games more American and it, and America. it showed America so, so sorry so far this is an attack on America <laughs> that's it but, uh, uh, British people have too know, many yeah. hooligans there we go we balanced it yeah Arsenal was shit today yeah that, that's there that's we my go with balance though oh good guys you guys are riding cliches yeah. <laughs> What you saying? I'm appreciate. Now let me go make my crumpets and drink tea. Okay, now we're fine. Now we're fine. <laughs> pip pip, toodaloo, and all that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Cheerios. Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, I would. I would definitely throw out there as my option as uh, Dead Space Three. Because Dead yeah. Space Two was okay, right? Like it kind of had. The heart of one without the soul. Yeah, it was and the so- aliens of that franchise. It was like it's the same style to a degree, but it takes a different bent. You know, it yeah. it's more action, but it does have a bit of the, uh, the the creepy bits from the first game still. But yeah, free yeah, was like the poop sandwich parts of the other games that were you know completely overshadowed by awesome parts. And then just focused on them, and then added co-op or something. But it was awful. Even in, even when playing with other people, it was bad. Really, I I enjoyed Dead Space Freeze co-op. It was probably one of the best horror games I'd played. Really, but this I think it's less of a horror part, game. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it lost a lot of that. I think the I only cool the elevator shit me up so much. <laughs> Did what to you? The elevator shit me up so much. Shit him up. Right <laughs> is amazing. Okay, I'm gonna hang on. Write that down. Hang on. <laughs> I forget it's just words that don't get said. Uh, yeah. When my mate was sat there going, it was just yeah, we were talking, and then I could see like a weird, scary baby face. 
and then candles started appearing for some reason and there was like music playing and he couldn't hear any of that. It was just oh, yeah. yeah. There's some parts where you could only see it because you were, uh, what, the main character and then... Yeah, the other character couldn't see it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So. Yeah, and there were cool elements like that. I remember that. Uh, there was one part where we were walking through a... Uh, uh, some sort of just random shit place i can't remember but when we were going through it it just looked like a broken you know dilapidated science room sciency room i can't really think of it a lab my god i'm bad today but <laughs> a sciency room all right um but yeah we're going through his lab and it, for me it just looks just like this dilapidated lab yeah uh he's like holy shit are you seeing this I'm like what there are a bunch of toys and shit here like life-size toys Oh yeah, remember that was like a birthday room. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was peculiar. So he sent me a bunch of pictures and I'm like, dude, the game's crazy. Yeah. But I think the difference here with um Dead Space Free to Dead Rising Four is that well the, the here the developer is still the same developer. Whereas, you know, Dead Rising it changed developers to a Western developer and that that was the reason that started going weird. Here the developer's the same, it's the publisher pushing certain things into the game that don't need to be there. That Microtransactions! Just... Yeah, and it and it ruins yeah. the pacing and the way the game should be. The co-op, I think Visceral probably would have done anyway. Uh, I just think that it was made worse for the way they went with it. And I think they were asked to do more action things than they wanted to do, and as a result, that's what you get, I think. It's... Uh, it's a game that a few years later, under a different publisher, probably would have been like heralded as like smart, you know, really well done idea. But yeah, just it, un- it's unlucky. <laughs> this is it. It's not a bad game in the same way that Dead Rising Four and Three are. It, it, it's just its decisions were made that, that ended that series. Any other company, that, that series probably still be going. It's just that. Yeah, were like, nah, it's not making us money. Too single player y, doesn't do anything. It, in it goes, in the bin. Everything shall be judged by the, the FIFA Madden. And, uh, yeah. The FIFA Madden. Dead the Madden. Madden. The all knowing entity that is in front of all of EA. FIFA Space. FIFA Space. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would pay Madden money for that. <laughs> I mean, my pick now, I would say, is probably going to be a bit cheeky to say, considering the game has had two, three games since, uh, but Devil May Cry 2 is, to me, a franchise killer, because the franchise never recovered from that. You know, It's like the first game was just like, mwah. <laughs> In a word. The first yeah. game was really good. It's just, like I said, back to that whole goofy idea of, of what Japanese teams seem to think of America and how American action movies work. You know, why, it's why it made Kojima so cool and his games work so well. And here it's there. It's just like over-the-top cheesy action hero with terrible, terrible lines, but they were so terrible they were wonderful. And then second game came in and it's like, yeah, we're going to be a bit edgier. We're going to be less of a cheesy fucker. It's like, and it didn't work. And the team was different, and that just dulled the edge you know, that it had. 
And I know a lot of people go on about free being really good, but no, it's just it's not the same game anymore. And four is wow. blank, to be fair. And it took a reboot for it to be good again. And guess what? And it killed the franchise again. Even though it was good. So, can't win. <laughs> so, uh-huh. so, you know, um, so far, all the games we've picked begin with D. We're not even using, like, an alphabetical list. <laughs> okay, I've got one. Go on. Tony Hawk's. Five. <laughs> all, most of them, after three. I think Tony Hawk's five was the actual nail <laughs> in the coffin. As it was just <laughs> terrible. A game, of course, this week is on sale despite not being fully functional. Yeah, because the online server. Oh, yeah, right. yeah I, how it's still on sale, I don't know. Well, I I do know in the same it way that anything. We like the money. Okay, it's, it's, it's it's Activision, and yeah, they don't care because it's not one of their big things anymore. Ugh, yes, terrible. They wouldn't care anyway. They wouldn't care anyway. Well, yeah, you only have to look at the stuff they put out when they know their license agreement's ending, you know, like they do with the Marvel stuff. They just like, oh, we better put games out. They're like, oh, we want a game out, but please make it lower than seven. Yeah, just make a shit for... <laughs> that was pretty much the remit for all licensed games after a certain point. They're like, yeah, okay, so we lucked out and accidentally made one good Spider-Man game, so let, let's make sure all the rest are shit out. Um, by cutting the budget and giving you l- much less time to work on them. You have two days. <laughs> you have two days. <laughs> also, <laughs> the budget is 50 cents. Yeah. Oh, by and the way, Snickers bar. We, we, spent, <laughs> we spent most of your budget on getting Neil Patrick Harris to voice Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, you're done. <laughs> if you can't make more money than Madden, then it's a failure. Yeah. <laughs> If you don't, if you don't top Call of Duty, then you're not going to get a budget for the next game. There's that weird phase with Neil Patrick Harris, just the beginning of his How I Met Your Mother run, where he was just seen to be in a bunch of games that weren't very good. It's just like, oh, I thought you were taking the piss. I didn't even know that. No, he was actually in it. Yeah, it's like he was in that um, jokey Matt Hazard game as well, where it's. Oh yeah, uh, I remember the game, weird. Taking the piss out of the games by being shit. I remember that weird point in history where we had so many weird sports games like that. Remember Triple X Biking or whatever it was called? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, BMXXX. That was it, yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah, that, that's the response everyone, even when it came out, had. Uh, oh, I'll, yeah, I'll that one. It was so lucrative that the people who made it don't exist anymore. So, yeah. The acclaim oh, my of various gods. <laughs> oh, dear, dear, dear. But yeah, that was a sequel to an already shit franchise because it was um, Dave Mirror or something. Dave Mirror's freestyle. Oh, yeah, I remember games. Dave Mirror's bicycle game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dave Mirror's bicycle game. <laughs> Dave Mirror's jolly jaunt through the countryside. <laughs> Uh, dear, dear, dear. <laughs> Matt joined us again. Ah, uh, dear. Yeah. Oh, God, did I just click on that? But, uh, no, I didn't. Uh, well, I suppose 
we have to go back to the D's a minute. Um, <laughs> Duke Nukem Forever, of course, is a uh, very much the end of Duke Nukem. Yeah, well, we say that forever, forever. Because have we got that new movie coming out eventually? Maybe with John Cena. Yeah. With yeah, John the... Cena. That's sure to make it good. Yeah, I hope John Cena walked away. He will. Uh, he, he, he'll do it. And we'll he's still not going to fucking Bumblebee spin off for Transformers. <laughs> There's no way he's walking away from Duke Nukem. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, the hell? Like, so they're finally giving Bumblebee. They're finally going to give Bumblebee a voice. Yeah, and they're like, oh. we can't afford Mark Wahlberg anymore, so let's get John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope it, I hope it just comes in and goes, Bumblebee! Da 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 da. <laughs> that's all we need different, uh, different colour paint job every other week yeah it's a, sorry, there's, there's a wrestling wrestling nod oh yeah dear 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 actually you know when I was looking at this about like video game sequels the, the worst sequels Tutan you can just disappear on the front page of nearly all of them so <laughs> <laughs> uh, could we say Mass Effect Andromeda is going to kill Mass oh, Effect. literally killed it. Yeah, it, it could well, to the point where you know, it could have, as we've said a few episodes back, it, it could have an impact that kills everything about it. Could it could kill Dragon Age, it could kill Anthem, it could kill Bioware. Yeah. Look at you being all dramatic. That's it fair. could. But to be <laughs> fair though, Bioware's been dead a long time in my opinion. Well, no, not that long. It's uh... a lot of Bioware games have been exactly this. I know this sounds stupid, but I always call them the Bioware story. The Bioware story, because nearly every story, every I know RPGs always have the kind of same plot ish. Oh right, plots yeah. you have, but Bioware always seems to have almost the exact same plot down to the T. Down right to the T. Oh, I've just you thought of one. Find the big baddie. You realise you can't be it on your own because A, it's a big bad, evil mystic baddie or B, it's an army. So you go around visiting towns and then you find people to join your big bad team and then you defeat the big baddie. <laughs> I know well, that's, that's a story for most parts, but it's just that Bioware follows it to the exact you know, plot yeah. by plot point. Rather than throwing in any sort of twist, it's always like. Well, even when they made the Sonic game, they still did the same plot. Which is, to be fair, the plot of every Sonic game that has a plot. Yeah, Sonic doesn't make an army normally. This Sonic Forces. Yeah, Sonic Forces. <laughs> well, was that game awful? What Sonic Forces? Yeah. No, it, it's it's fun trash, in in the sense of it's not great, but it's good fun. Do you want a game with an amazing soundtrack? Oh yeah, it has a wonderful soundtrack. <laughs> it, I mean, it, you have a game with a wonderful soundtrack, and I can enjoy playing that one. What? Near. Near. All right, it's not yeah, that. That's not Sonic. Right, near soundtrack is wonderful in how it complements the game. Sonic. Forces soundtrack is great because it's absolutely shit, but cheesy good. It's <laughs> everything. It's like 
it is a, a day old hamburger of a game. It's like if you're hungry, oh, if you're hungry enough for it, you'll eat it, and you'll be fairly satisfied by it. Oh man, I've, I've worked enough with characters. No, I'm not touching that hamburger. Doesn't it have custom characters? I bet it doesn't. You can put a bow on it. Yeah, you can put a fist weapon in one hand and a pole arm in the other. Yeah, but can That's... you make it like a small person with a Sanic t-shirt? No, you can't. Sonic Forces <laughs> wins when that comes out. Can you make okay. a furry version of the protagonist from Persona 5? <laughs> Point. Every other game of the year I've ever had is Tales in comparison to Sonic Forces. <laughs> Because of the big head and Sonic T-shirt, I kind of want to. I wish I could quote that. Imagine out of the box, every. <laughs> that would be the best. I just this is like my head. amazing box quote for past cure. It's pretty decent. It's pretty average. Yeah, it is like if you get it cheap enough, it's good for it. It's the best of that kind of Sonic game. That's what I'd say. <laughs> Which isn't saying much, I know. It's, it's not bad, I guess. Yeah. Uh, next week, Kimmy apologised for Metal Gear Survive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to take a stance here on that game. I really feel bad for it. I really do. Even if it was the shittest game possible and as soon as you load it up, it just steals your credit card details. <laughs> Which it doesn't, just to state. It doesn't do that, mate. I'm just saying, even if it did something like that, I'd, I'd, no, it, it's one of those games where nobody that's a fan of the Metal Gear franchise is even going to give it a, a small chance. Why would you say that? I, I've given it a chance. Yeah, and... but you got a review copy. Yeah, I was the only one that would request it. Yeah, see? <laughs> uh, but yeah, just as an aside from that, it's a spin-off. And yeah. that needs to be sort of thought of when conversations around that. It's not like they're saying this is Metal Gear Six. Oh. No. Uh, they've been very, very open from the beginning. This yeah. isn't a Metal Gear game. This is basically we're using this, this, and this, and it's going to have this and this. And you know what? Anyone who is a big personality is lagging off that might actually play it beyond the first twenty, thirty minutes might see a bit more than what they just wanted to see. It's it has stuff that's good. It has to be said. What's that favorite? What's that amazing phrase? No one expects the Jimquisition. Is that what it is? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) As much as I love Kojima, he isn't the only one who made Metal Gear. It was a whole team that made Metal Gear. That that was thing I did take issue with that as well because I I saw Mr. Sterling himself say that that uh, oh they didn't even try to make it like Metal Gear. It was like. Well, one, it's a spin-off. So that, that isn't really the, the main yeah. thing. But two, they did. There's bits in there that are very Metal Gear. Yeah. Like, blatantly very Metal Gear. <laughs> so, so, yeah. It, it, it's odd to say that when 90% of the game is using Metal Gear Solid Five. So, as <laughs> a basis. And the uh, team that made it worked on Metal Gear Solid beforehand. Yeah. It's like, it's not like it's a new concept to them. They know what they're doing-ish. That's it. And remember, not Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear. Yeah, Metal so, Gear. Yeah. And it's like and Metal people... Gear 6, it's like Metal Gear Survive. Well, it's exactly like that. <laughs> 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 I, was, I was just going to say, I remember the same whole thing with 
Revengeance when it came out and it existed for years where everyone's like, oh, it was shit, it's rubbish, fucking terrible. It's, it's not pretty crap because it was right in it. Oh my god. We're, uh, we're going to deviate from the uh, normal subject here. Um, <sighs> Revengeance is a brilliant game, yeah, in short, to be honest. It, it's just amazing. And Raiden is great in it, to be honest. It's, it plays up to everything that was fun with that character and just. The only thing I didn't like about it was all the times he would go through some weird stuff and somehow some... I know that sounds stupid, but some of the stuff just seemed a bit too much. Yeah, I, I don't understand how you say that as someone who watches Dragon Ball week in, week out. It is pretty much like an epi- It's like one long anime series. Yeah, but he, it's like... The term, didn't he stop a boat? Or am I just imagining it? Yeah. Is that, oh, nope. sorry. I thought you were talking yeah. about revisions. I mean, that's... Uh, wasn't that, that, you that, that was in four, wasn't it? That yeah, that was in yeah. four. Yeah, I think your biases around then. What? I think you're throwing your biases around. I'm. Tra- <laughs> I just don't like Raiden. So <laughs> Raiden's in all my favorite Metal Kids, apart from three. Oh, he's in three. So, yeah. Is it he's three? He's in, remember? Yeah, he's in. Ah, uh, no, no. Technically, no. Technically, uh, and actually. It was, it's, Already character mimicking him. Yeah, but yeah, still, but... it's in memory of it, the thought, the memory of Raiden. It's him. Tim, I counter you with he's in subsistence, so in, in certain parts. Oh my god! In the best bit. I hate so much. <laughs> Time paradox. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, that thing is brilliant. Uh, uh, I love triggering those way back in the day. And then when I platinumed it, and then when I platinumed it again. <laughs> uh, so this has been the Metal Gear Hour. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, my next suggestion, anyway, on um, franchise killers, literally, definitely is a franchise killer because. Wait, didn't you just have one? <laughs> no, because five isn't a killer. I thought you did Mass Effect. Uh, no, five was the killer. I suggested Android. Yeah, if you've got one, Ben. No, I don't have one off the top of my head, no. No? Uh, Did you have one to to mind? That isn't Metal Gear Solid 5? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, me. Tim. No, the other Tim. Oh, the other Tim. Hey, Tim. Yeah. Anything? Um, I'm not not saying that one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Newcastle Castle too. Oh, the Konami late latter day one. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Not the one. <laughs> so yeah, that that more so the Metal Gear uh, definitely is a a dead franchise. Well, it's kind of funny. Like, I, uh, I I'm sure you've seen the interviews with the development team after mm. the fact. Like, you know, that came out in the last couple of years. I can remember when it was, but. With the way that they talked about the first game, it seemed like that first game was going around, going down the same road that the second one went. So I'm thinking, without the outside help that they had, the first one might have been just a, a killed reboot, just a bad one. Yeah, and it's like you hear a lot of this talk where people say that creators, you know, people very creative types, and don't really have as much influence as you think. And it's like so, but I think there in that case, very much so that having 
the likes of Kojima sort of step in and go, oh, yeah, you could do this, you could do that. He probably did change course for that game. I, reading um, that thing on Uncharted 4 about how it, the state it was in before um, Trillian Struckman came in to, to deal with it, it was just like they literally had to tear down a lot of it because it was just so incoherent as a game. And it's like, and they ended up obviously finishing that game and came out, got great reviews, etc., etc. So it's like, I think, yeah, it's proof that sometimes you need that guiding hand on a franchise. Even if they aren't, you know, as involved as everyone else. Um, I've got, I've got one now. Oh, go on. Well, technically, I guess it's not a franchise really yet, but it, <laughs> they a... killed it before it could become a proper franchise. <laughs> Went back in time and killed its own franchise. Destiny 2. Well, yeah, I mean, if you get two games in, you are a franchise. Um, it should. But again, this comes back into the category of we have more money than cents, so we'll yeah. probably make another one. So, yeah, they probably will, but I'm just saying that they, they screwed up Destiny 1 and they finally fixed it a few months, like a year later. And then they announced Destiny 2 and everyone's hyped because Destiny 1 had a solid foundation because of what they'd done with it. And then they decided just to screw all that up and just make it microtransactions and grindier and less in-game. My favourite thing was that, just the fact that it, Everyone got it all in on this hype on it when it came out, yeah. and I just knew what would happen because it was the exact same as the first game. Everyone gets hyped about it for a week, and then it's like nothing to do. It's like, it's even it's like, worse than the first game for that, though. Yeah, because Activision didn't learn the, lesson, the lessons. They didn't the say, game. "Hey, come, come on, let's make this a fleshed-out game proper." Like, no, no, we'll cut it in different ways this time. Yeah, the first game you actually could get endgame armor only from raids, so you were forced to try and do raids. Mm. Now you could just get it from drops. Uh, well, well, that's that's kind of puts it less into now. You've actually got raid specific armor, but it's taken quite a long to do time to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. I had another game in mind straight away after this one. If anyone didn't want to say anything more about Destiny Two, sorry. It has promised, but became shite. It had promised twice and became shite. Yeah. And I didn't think, and given the company in question publishing it, I did not think that they would learn the lesson. Because you know, Call of Duty... Fool me once, uh, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Fool me three times, I'll just buy anyway still, probably. Every franchise that tanks under Activision, you can see why. It's because they make the mistake, don't learn. Make the mistake, don't learn. And, of course, eventually people get bored of most of them. Just not all of them. <coughs> Rock band. Which was ended on such a high note as well, which is annoying. It's just like, but then that wasn't then. That was just harmonics at that point. So, no, no, Rock band was harmonics. Yeah, you were thinking of uh, Guitar Hero. Oh, Sorry. Guitar so, yeah, no, yeah they, they shunted that one. Ah, oh, dear. But yeah, um, next one I was thinking was a definite deady dead dead dodo, which is a Medal of Honor Warfighter. Which, mm. uh, oh, God. I remember that. Stone fucking cold dead. <laughs> the franchise. To the point where it was, I, I forgot that there was a game two years before that that was just, you know, the reboot Medal of Honor, modern day. You know. I didn't even was... remember it was only that short of distance between the two. I thought it was like years, like 
five, six years between the two. Not the last traditional Medal of Honor game was now eleven years ago, which was Airborne. Holy shit! And then the other two came out since that were the you know, Call of Duty wannabes, uh, Medal of Honor, and which was eight years ago. And... I hate to say it, but this is probably the best time for Medal of Honor to be released. Yeah, but EA won't because now Battlefield has taken its place. That was the at the time of uh, Medal of Honor reboot coming out and trying to do the COD thing. They let Battlefield do you know, its own thing, and that started getting popular. And yeah, so that's where the power shifted, and they were like, eh, "We aren't going to bother." They were obviously making Warfighter and found out that was shite and doo, dead, gone, gone, gone. Uh, Yes, indeed. Very much advisable to that one. So, yeah, good old Medal of Honor, which is a shame because it, it was a very good franchise for a little bit and never got to make it. Because everyone, just like, it, yeah, just like everything ended up getting canned because of what it was in terms of genre and like, oh, World War Two game. Uh, one day. Anything else uh, on these guys? Um, think of any other ones offhand. I mean, there are a few that should have. I mean, as you said, but either money or ignorance has just meant that they carry on. I mean, Sonic should be dead about 20 times over, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, oh, what about that- Quake? Nah. I mean, yeah, in terms of the single player Quake, but single player Quake was wank anyway but they killed that. Quake with Quake Championships anyway because it's not even doing that well yeah because it's on it's, PC only yeah, yeah. it's doing Quake's worse Quake. than Lawbreakers <laughs> I think Quake Live is doing better than Quake Champions yeah. which is as well but then it is a free version of Quake 3 effectively so yeah yeah that's it it, it won't kill it but <clears throat> If Doom can come back, that can come back. Also, did they kill off Dead or Alive as well? Or did I just imagine that? Nah, that'll live forever. Because video game boobs. That's no, it. I thought I remember something about the last... Yeah, the last one was cancelled. They did like a weird free-to-play version, didn't they? Of Dead or Alive 5. Like, if that was cancelled, I understand it. But I think, I, I think there's going to be another one. Uh, yeah, they ended support for Dead or Alive 5 like at the end of last year, I think. And uh, so okay. they're moving. But that, that is like five years after Dead or Alive 5 came out. So fair uh, as it goes. I must have read it wrong then. So I remember, sorry about someone yeah, being dropped. That's it. Oh, dear, 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 dear. Um, I would probably argue another one. Again, didn't technically kill its franchise, but to me it did. Uh, it was uh, Jack 2. It just went a whole direction that wasn't the original game. It just it never felt as good for me as a franchise after that. It's kind of like the op- it, went, it was like the opposite of the Uncharted games, really. Where that started with a, a bad game and just went better. But yeah, it was. Uh, I have a soft spot for the first Jack game, but the rest are just mm, a shrug of the shoulders. I what don't about then? Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> Everyone talking at once. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Go on, so, Tim. Uh, 
What about like Resistance Two? Yeah, because I really like the first one, especially because of the setting. Just, mm-hmm. And then they just went and did again. It's that thing of going for an American audience for the second game because everything was very UK based in the first game. It was literally then, based in the UK. Yeah, and it just felt like yeah, another game. It just, it didn't feel special. I wish Resistance Two was just set in Russia. Yeah, I mean, there was just levels in it at that year. I think that came out that were very reminiscent of the ones that came out in Modern Warfare Two, and it was like. To the point, it was creepy. (laughs) They were very similar. Yeah, just it wasn't as fun. I will always keep my save file for the beta, the closed beta for Resistance Two on my PS3, just because the name of the save file. Yeah, it's called Girl with a Stick. (laughs) That was what the game was called. It's amazing. (laughs) Resistance Three, Three obviously came out, but no one cared. So. Yeah, the original beta used to have a trophy where you would get it if you killed someone that was teabagging someone on your team. Oh yeah, good trophy. Mm. (laughs) It's so easy to get that trophy back in the day too. Yeah, Yeah. you know, because you know, you know, you do know. Oh, I'm just trying to think of these ones. There's so many bad ones, but as I said, not many of them kill them off. No Man's Sky killed itself. I mean, the first game was terrible anyway, but Star Wars Force Unleashed 2. <laughs> so no, I hate you. I, oh, yeah. Force I mean, Unleashed 1 was one of my favourite Star Wars games. It's such a cash-in. Yeah. It was just a terrible, terrible, lazy cash-in. I don't care. I could smack things into walls. And the second game, second game, I bought that, right? And I think I completed it in an afternoon. It took about two hours. And nothing really happened in it. I was just like, ah, what, what the fuck is this? <laughs> just like, but Force oh. Unleashed 1, that was one of the best Star Wars games ever made. Uh... Send the hate mail to Ben.Shulabill. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine, he deserves it. Um, I will respond to all the hate miles saying GTA sucks. <laughs> I was just thinking, um, obviously, the franchise is going is pretty much dead, but uh, it's Konami again. Uh, <laughs> it's in Silent Hill, but you couldn't really say PT was the franchise killer. No. Because it wasn't didn't get to be a full game. And Downpour was the last one before that, but it was actually an alright one. Again, the problem with those games were... They were made by an American team when they had traditionally been Japanese. And it just felt like very much like an American horror than the Japanese horror that had been. You know what? Let's just call Konami the franchise killer because we also have uh, Mega Man. That's uh, Capcom. Oh, Capcom. Mega, Man, Mega Man's back this year. So, At uh-huh. last! Mega Man 11's out this year. So. The fine Bomberman. Bomberman. That, that oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. They had a game last year, so they get a count. And it wasn't bad. So. Uh, I mean... I'm fine, then. Bubble, bubble. Uh, ooh, I suppose Prince of Persia. That's died. Oh, yeah. 
It's like that's just because it, Assassin's Creed because it, that really. game was great. Yeah, I mean, when it rebooted, that that was a good game. I like that, but it still had two games after that. One of which was based on the god awful movie, um, and that was the last one. The one where you couldn't die. No, that was 2008 one, which was good. Which is stupid. That, that was a complaint, considering everything games have become now. It was like, it was just ahead of its time. That was the movie one. No, no, that was like 2008. The movie was like four or five years later. It was like, yeah, I remember it, not being able to die in the movie as well. Yeah, I mean, this is it. It's like, I've seen this before. It's like uh, having Elika save you in um, Prince of Persia 2008 is no different from any other game where you die and respawn. It's just the same. It's just a different way of presenting that system. And it's like, it's annoying that, ah, I, lo- I really like that game. And it, was just, it annoyed the hell out of me that that was the complaint and that was in every review. Thank you. <laughs> Little Big Planet 3. Well, no, because, uh, I don't know, it seemed like a mandated sequel and it did all right. Uh, yeah, but it, 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 it did it. I remember Little Big Planet Hub because I had the, that beta, and that was fun. I don't think there's been a bad game in that series. It's just never been a game that's really exploded for them. Yeah, I think that, that's been the main problem. But you know what? Will look does look good though. Dreams, and everyone should buy Dreams. I'm very yeah. excited. Yeah, that's that, what I mean. That Little Big Planet now just feels like the prototype for what they were trying to do, and that's great. Yeah, it's like so. Yeah, if that that was what it took, then great. God, Little Big Planet's only ten years old this year because they're dead. So, oh, now I remember Crisis Three. Like, oh yeah, like Crisis Three killed the franchise, while Crisis One still kills your PC. <laughs> yeah. So I, even Crisis Two, I liked bits of it quite a lot. It's like, and the soundtrack was really good. But yeah, Crisis Three just, yeah, it was joyless, and it was definitely part of this whole Crytek suddenly realizing they couldn't spend all the money in the world that they didn't have, and killing off various little sub devs they had. Plus, they wasted the people who made Time Splitters on a really shit multiplayer mode first Crisis Row. Again, what? That's EA levels of, you know, wasting a company. Uh, I'm trying to think what else there is. There's so many, so, so many. As we said, not all of them killed them. No. No, yeah. I mean, you could argue Ratchet and Clank was killed by uh, all for one because it was the last proper one, I think. But I think that was just the company itself, more anything. But yeah, no. well, all for one wasn't the last one. Oh, it was uh, Nexus, wasn't it? Into the Nexus. Into the Nexus, and that game was pretty good. Yeah, that wasn't bad actually. So yeah, scrap that. Scrap that. It was fine. Yeah, I think they were just done. Which is a decent, yeah. I wouldn't put that as a kill. Okay. We know Call of Duty isn't dead, but which one should have killed that franchise? Advanced Warfare. Yep. Second. Uh, Black Ops 2. I think that was uh, it. That was the point I was like, you know what? It's not changing. This is the same shit. 
Yeah, but it still wasn't awful. Then again, I played, of course, last year I played World War Two, and uh, that's, that's fucking abysmal on so many levels. Oh, yeah, throwing in that, now I remember that, uh, Need for Speed, uh, last year's one. Payback. Payback, that's fucking terrible. That deserves to kill that franchise for good. Bring Burnout back. Oh, they did. It's okay, I'll be back next year. <laughs> when the new Fast and Furious game comes out. I could go on. Uh, dear. Um... Far Cry 2 probably should have killed that franchise because it was. Oh, I know a game that killed, kind of killed the franchise for a long time. Tomb yeah. Raider: Angel of Darkness. Yeah, it certainly killed that iteration of it, and it took a reboot, not a reboot, a remake. Yeah, re remake, remake, reboot. This is why, you know, it's why Burnout's coming back because it will take a remake to make car games by EA good again. So. So yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. That God, Angel of Darkness, was fucking awful. But then Underworld was pretty yeah. rubbish. And then they really anniversary. <laughs> so. anniversary was okay. Anniversary and Legend. Oh man, good. if only they couldn't screw up a remake of their first game. Uh... <laughs> Jokingly, I say this, but it is kind of true. Last Guardian <laughs> killed that franchise of three games because that team don't exist anymore. So. <laughs> Yeah. Don't say that. that hurts my heart. It hurts my heart, but that's a nice way to go out, dude. That's the game. Of, that's my game of this generation. Don't call that a franchise killer. I got scared by the <laughs> VR. <laughs> oh. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, da, da, da. Yeah, I think I think we've we've got a good bunch there, to say the least. There, there are some you could say controversially, like. Uh, Street Fighter Five, killing Street Fighter, or Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, killing that, and but nah, you know, there's always a chance to bring those ones back. So yeah, right. So thus ends this week's subject. Um, I suppose we'll get a predictions league, uh, which of course Metal Gear Survive was the subject of that last week on our little All Star show of shows. Um, the end score, well, the score as of this moment is 62 for Metal Gear Survive, which, considering Kingdom Come Deliverance is higher, is just makes me laugh very, very loudly because it's a far better game than that. <laughs> oh, dear. Dear, dear, dear. Um, so no one, no one got it right, right? And no one was even in the right 10-point score. So Gary was closest with a score of 70. Uh, ben, you were unfortunately twenty points out. You tell so me it, it wasn't the nineties. Oh, curses! <laughs> you said eighty-two. Oh. It, uh, it wasn't that. Uh, so yes, uh, Gary wins that point, which puts me regrettably bottom of the predictions league this season. Which, as reigning champion, is uh, despicable. Uh, so Gary, Alfonso, and Tim all have two points, but Alfonso is not here anymore. I could always take his points. <laughs> okay. Yes, point uh, cannot be. They can only be. <laughs> <laughs> they can be stolen. That's the way we work. The police are, you heard that? The police are here. They heard about us stealing our points. <laughs> uh, ben still leads. Yes. Uh, going into March, Ben leads. Can you believe it? 
What a turnaround. I think, were you bottom last season? I can't remember. That was for most of it. For most of it, and then it, it changed, didn't it? That because was it. Mike wasn't on. <laughs> <laughs> Mike was And Alfonso is going to be bottom, I suppose, this year, if he's not on all the time. So. Ah, dear. Dear, dear, dear. Right, so let's find this week's game. It's a few. There's a game called Shiny coming out, would you believe? Oh, a Shiny. A Shiny. Uh, a shiny. <laughs> um, let's pick Moss the, the, the PlayStation VR compatible game because it looks nice will it be any good that's the question that is the question uh, Ben 85 as you, 85 are you, you're confident I'm very confident because this game's had a lot of hype so Ben says you're down 85. Uh, I will say mm, 82. Tim? 80. 80. There we go. We're all keeping it close for Moss. We will see next week what happens. It'd be nice to have a good game, I think. I Last just three. can't wait for that Rick and Morty VR game. Get riggedy riggedy Rick, son! <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like, it's like, has Rick and Morty. That means nothing to me. <laughs> uh, I'm speechless. <laughs> uh, so this week, there's no Hideo, or, or no, no Hideo or Hideo, and there's no uh, meta quote because we have uh, return of well, it's not return. It's season two of Chili's Clueless Wrestling Predictions. Way, and of course, uh, Ben did uh, lose last season, but only just he did very well, got 75 points for the entire season, which is very respectable. Yeah, oh, uh, there's a we... list of people, okay. Yes, it's a list of people. <laughs> you, you see the list of people I, I have put up already for this one, I assume. Uh, I just see it now. Oh, good, 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 good. And, yeah, Tim, you, you can chime in on this one, by all means, as well. Um, the rules are as follows for this. There are ben, none. There are none. Yeah, that's, that's literally it. The rule <laughs> is Ben makes up bullshit. Uh, yeah, Ben knows nothing about wrestling. <laughs> Almost nothing. bullshit. <laughs> and he tries to predict who will win each of the matches of each pay-per-view, which, frankly, this year is a lot less pay-per-views. <laughs> it's a lot easier to remember when they're on. Um, and, of course, I know stuff about wrestling, and I'm supposedly the expert in this situation. <laughs> so we go for a whole year of pay-per-views until we get to next year's Royal Rumble, and which serves as the finale. Should be WrestleMania, really, but we started it at a weird time. Um yeah, and then we just see who wins overall. Uh, ben says, you know, he's just playing to get as many points as possible, but he, he did very well last year, despite not knowing anything. It proves that knowing things doesn't always mean you do well. And there were times that was definitely the case. Yeah. So, it's a raw pay-per-view. means nothing to you, Annette. But, uh, Let me guess. They will not have headgear and they will punch with bare hands. No, fish. that's let's see. Um, They're wild steaks. <laughs> <laughs> <Eliminated>. <laughs> uh, 
it's the elimination chamber anyway this uh this month and uh <laughs> that means that the two main events of this are the elimination chamber match which basically it's a big cage right uh, i'll tell okay. you this much um two men or women start so there's in the no fire pit no, no listen right two men or women start the okay. match. um and there are four pods that the other four combatants uh, are placed in, and they are unlocked every few minutes at random. So uh, someone enters a match, and then the next one, and then the next one. So you know, tactically, being the last person in, you could be very fresh, and everyone else could be out. And basically, it's till the last man is standing. So once you're pinned, submitted, you're out of the match, and it carries on until, like I said, last one. Um, the only minor difference this year is the mental elimination chamber has seven people instead of six, so three people start in the ring to begin with. But, uh, again, you don't care. Um, <laughs> when you say pod, I just think of those Saiyan pods from Dragon Ball. Sure, if it helps. Just, <laughs> just like me with the Dragon Ball podcast last week. I'll think of wrestling, you think of Dragon Ball. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, um, on the kickoff show, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Versus the Miztourage. Um, ben, what say you? Well, as always, Carl Anderson is going to use his powers of the Matrix to win. The powers of the Matrix to win. <laughs> okay, that's but, fair. Carl uh, is going to send them to the gallows. <laughs> Tim, what do you think? I've been reading a lot of uh, Late Miz recently, and particularly you're talking about... Uh, slang and i bring that up because a lot of that pertains to people who um are often down in their luck or often in the ghetto they're not in the ghetto in the gallows left in the gallows and that's one of the things he talks about so but one of the endearing things that he talks about is that like the gallows are like what does he call it um i think he calls it hell but i think luke luke gallows is gonna have hell to pay and he's going to beat up on the Mr. Raj and Mr. Anderson. <laughs> oh, no. Mr. Anderson is working uh, with the Gallows. Yeah, it's Anderson and Gallows. But yeah, that's cool. But yes, excuse me. That's fine. I, 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 will, read. I will also go with the uh, <coughs> Gallows that- and Anderson. Can I go with my other joke, though, just circling around as, as we're all going for the same people? It's entirely the point of this Okay, part. I was, if it would have been the other people, it, I would have gone with Captain Scarlet and the Mr. Ages. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Take a shower. I feel dirty. <laughs> I do. Dirty than you. Scarlet and the Mr. Oh, right, up next on the main show, I'm guessing uh, the Raw Tag Team Championship between the champions of the bar uh, and Titus Worldwide. Tim, who do you think is winning this match of things you wouldn't be sure what they are? You would, in fact, think they were probably companies. <laughs> they do sound like companies, actually. <laughs> the bar just sounds like a, a very posh like pub scene. And Titus I just want to say, what? Uh, Titus Androdicus walked into a bar, was misled by a lot of people around him, and lost. So the bar wins. <laughs> that is a that is a, a one hell of a prediction. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't even know what you said. So, 
Uh, I, I I would go with the bar as well, but <laughs> I would just say it it kind of sounds like it's an epic story of like uh, a small bar being bulldozed by a, a mega corporation. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go with Titus Worldwide. Titus Worldwide. <laughs> I mean, if if you'd seen Titus <laughs> Onyx's pecs, you would probably say Titus is the correct wording. So yeah. Uh- he will use his powers of the World Wide Web and kill everyone. And his dominatrix abilities with his titties. He's going to have the opponent wanting him to step on them. Uh, up next is... Oh, they didn't put the right word here. Um, it's Woken Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt. Ben. Wait, was he asleep before? <laughs> no, he's woken. It's uh, yeah, you kind of have to watch it to get it. But <laughs> I'm gonna go with a woken Matt Hardy because if he had won matches before while he's asleep, now that he is awake, <laughs> he will have a slightly more advantage. It works. Fair enough. I will say Bray Wyatt wins this one, <laughs> Tim. Hmm. I think betting against Neil on this one is Bray Bray, so I'm going to go Bray Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, dear. Uh, right, next up is Asuka against Nia Jax. Uh, Tim. Did you ask her what she thought of Nia Jax? Me oh, neither, but I think Nia Jax is still going to win. <laughs> <laughs> you think Nia Jax is winning? Okay, that's cool. <laughs> we get <that> <laughs> I, was like, I was so groaning so hard. I was like, D- did he actually say who he thinks is going to win? <laughs> uh, <dear>. um, <laughs> I, I'm saying ask. Uh, what about you, Ben? Guys, it's finally that crossover we've been all waiting for. Tekken versus Mortal Kombat. No, that's Nina. Not no. I thought no. Asuka. Oh, you're thinking of Jax, right? Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Asuka, so, isn't that from uh, Tekken? I thought that was the one of. Are you thinking of Akuma? No, I was thinking of um, Jin's mother. I don't remember. I think not Jin's my mother. Anyway, and then Jax, if he's called course Jax. See, yeah. That, that's all lovely and endearing, but who's actually going to win? Uh, well, Jackson's cyborg arm, so. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like season two of any popular show, we're recycling the jokes. Ah. Right, uh, Ronda Rousey signing her raw contract is not a match, but. Is it uh, like a legal thing for them to have sex? Well, no, Ronda Rousey was a, a UFC fighter, and she okay. is now going to be a wrestler. So, um, oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, she's she's even got Rowdy Roddy Piper style clothing that was blessed by Roddy Piper's family, which is quite nice. That's cool. I don't know uh, who those are, but that sounds cool. Basically, Ronda Rousey is a very tough woman. Okay. So, yeah. Um, 
So we'll move on. I don't know why I put it in there, but I suppose you could predict who will interrupt her contract signing. There you go. Steve. You can make this is for fun. This isn't for points. This is just like Kanye. <laughs> Say that again. Kanye. Kanye. <laughs> no, he was signing a contract, but the odds signing a bigger contract down there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to WrestleMania. <laughs> oh no, no, I know. What? Donald Trump is going to make his comeback in wrestling. Oh my god, he won't show his face in public. He's going ma- to wrestling. This is where I ask. He barely do anything in Florida himself because he's such an idiot. Can't fucking. You can't sell a Stone Cold Stunner uh, that way, you know. That we do know. He'll just dress up as an orange, and then everyone will know he is anyway. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, women's Championship. And no, I won't be predicting who comes out for Ronda Rousey signing. Because... I'm going to guess you're going to go with Alexa Bliss. No, I'm she's shocked. Uh... Oh, what, for this? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I will go for that, because it seems like that's the way it's going, that she'll face Asuka at WrestleMania, so... I would imagine. So yeah, that's See, my I pick. I remember something from season one. That is when Alexa Bliss is on the list. Pick that because that is what Neil will pick. Yeah, she is the Kristen Bell of, of WWE, which means she's wonderful. Um, <laughs> and tiny. I think that was the other thing I was going to say. Yes, wonderful and tiny. Um, ben, what about you? I'm going to go with Mickey James. Because? Because it sounds like a bloke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. Uh, fun fact, uh, she started out as, as Trish Stratus' stalker back in the day. Not not the stalker for her. Is that... Yes. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, dear. Alright, um, Mickey, Mickey James. What about you, Tim? <sighs> I don't think that's one of the characters. I couldn't think of a really funny sentence to put them all into. So I'm just going to go with my historical choice with Alexa Bliss because ignorance. Wait, wait there's an easy one. Sonia's going to put a rose in some Baileys as Sasha Spanks is in Bliss because of Mickey James. It, it's an effort, I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, moving on to the final match of the night, well, depending on where they put it in the card. Uh, the men's elimination chamber, which is John Cena versus Braun Strowman versus Elias versus Roman Reigns versus The Miz versus Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins. Ben? I'm going to go with... Elias, because it's almost like that one spy TV show that used to exist. That's Alias. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. believes in Elias. There you go. That's why I'm going to go for Elias. What about you, Tim? I have some bias in this one. <laughs> Is it because it's John Cena? <laughs> John Cena! <laughs> But then he is deciding to go do that really awful movie, so I really am losing a lot of cred 
So, uh, the Roman Empire fell. Finn is a really cool character in Adventure Time. Seth Rollins is too close to Seth Rogen to be a fighter. Oh, he's probably as hairy, but he's definitely in better shape. That sounds like a um, mistake. <laughs> I don't know, Braun, just in the word, sounds like he'd be formidable. But he I also, also feel like... like a, no so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick the TV show like Ben did and go yes. earlier. <laughs> You're going to walk with Elias. Okay. Alias. <laughs> um, it's Roman Reigns for me. Uh, I think he's the one. It just seems to be heading that way. The much I'd like Braun Strowman to, and you were right, Braun Strowman is very formidable. He is he is a very large man. All I can think is of like a Gillette advert. Because you know Braun is a type of shaver. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> It's like responding to that hurt your heart. <laughs> it did. <laughs> and I'm just really want to set the meeting where Ben meets Braun Strowman, all suddenly a seven footer in and muscles for days, and says to him, "Your name sounds like you're a sandwich toaster or something." <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll be like, have you had a full of advertising days? I'm sorry, I'm done. I'm going to have a Google fit. I'm over now. It's fine. Fine. (laughs) Oh, my word. Okay. It's okay? You all right? Yeah. I I mean, in general, maybe not, but right now, I think Uh, I'm okay. Yeah, that's all we need. Ah, oh, dear. Da, 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 that's right, I'm just trying to find a picture of Braun Strowman. <laughs> why, like, why did you think he was a toaster? Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> a toaster? A shaver? Sorry, I'm thinking of Bre- Devil, Deville, Breville. That's, uh... Isn't that a water filler? Yeah, and they make toasters. That's, they yeah, do? I, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Say a shaver. Shaver, sorry, yeah. He needs a brawn. Can't even see his neck. He has a neck for a beard. A beard for a neck. Uh, anyway, that concludes. Uh, I wouldn't call him a neck beard because he'd have to have a neck in the first place. Hashtag. That he looks cool though. He is just—he just destroys things on a weekly basis. That—that's his job. He wants shoved a man much more than him into a large bin. Okay, thank God, because I was going to somewhere completely <laughs> else. He, uh, tipped over, he tipped over a lorry and he tipped over an ambulance. Oh yeah, and... he's the guy that I said, you talked about when yeah. I said about ambulance ring fighting. Yeah. Yeah. They wield ambulances and fight in a ring. He also got, he also got Roman Reigns also crashed an ambulance into him. Yeah. Oh, oh no, he was in the back of the ambulance and he crashed the ambulance into a lorry and he didn't die. So, you know. Oh, well. <laughs> so, yeah, he's he's big and tough and he throws people around. Fun. And, uh, yeah. 
He's grand. Right. So, yes, that's the end of that. You know that? <laughs> what is that. I always enjoy those. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Great. Is that what is that what the Miz looks like? No. Ah, anyway, he failed in his new movie. <laughs> so, uh, as much as this was a PlayStation podcast, and we spent most of it talking about anything but, um, it definitely fits the Unchained now. That much is true. We of course be back next week with more PlayStation stuff and other stuff too. But in the meantime. Ben, uh, where you can, can people find you? You can find me at Chili UK on Twitter, ben.shubertholopsu.com. Uh, email address, uh, the Twitter is C-H-I-L-L-E-U-K. Uh, and, I'd like to shout out to Class Night, Bring It, Phoenix Down Radio. Uh, shout out to She Heals I Take, Avi and Pete. A shout out to Paul at Mooga Go Around Radio. A shout out to Evolve Mail, aka Girlfriend's Favorite Streamer, twitch.tv slash Evolve Mail. And a shout out to Alfonso because we miss you already. We can't wait to catch up. Yeah, we can't <laughs> wait to catch <laughs> up. Yeah, I get it. Good. Okay. Hey, I'm a dad. Qualified, allowed to. It's uh, in my remit. I can make terrible jokes all the time. It's my excuse. <laughs> you just, you just. Uh, I don't know. Classical just, condition. Just don't squeeze yeah. it too much. Don't squeeze it too much. Uh, right, Tim, where are you at in the ether? I am generally everywhere as Tim Borelli, T-I-M-B-E-R-E-L-L-I, and that is my cat. And play SN, you can find me at Boss Snake, one word, three S's, no cap. <laughs> and you can find me at the Twitter's on at Nesco. Oh, oh, big name is Nesco Be Damned. Um, and email is neil.bolt at psu.com should you wish to do that. It happens sometimes. Um, yeah, we'll see you next week for more Unchained. Probably talk about PlayStation. Maybe. Great. Yeah. We'll maybe. see. Definitely, maybe. <laughs> see you all next until, week. Until then, Taddy bye. Taddy bye.